Hey, everybody, welcome to the Be Healed podcast, where we teach all about God's promises to heal and restore us straight from the Bible. I'm Steve Hannett, your host, and the motivation of this podcast comes from the very heart of God for you to be healed. I once had cancer and I cried out to the Lord and by His grace, He not only touched me with His healing power, but He began to teach me about healing so multitudes could receive His promises of healing through His Word. This episode is going to teach you a valuable component to not only get healed, but also to keep your healing. I want to welcome you if this is your first time joining and encourage you to follow the Be Healed podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. Also, be sure to visit my website and join our email community by visiting stevehannett.com. And don't forget, we've got a free gift for you. You can text HEALING to 94000 and receive a free gift that is going to bless you on your healing journey. Okay, let's get ready to learn about the power of our words in healing. Well, I'm excited to talk about the power of words in healing. It's a topic that is so powerful because the Bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. That's in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Let me read it again. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. This topic of the words we speak is very, very powerful because everything we speak has a dramatic impact upon our mind, our body, and even in the circumstances that we may be dealing with. Now, many believers don't realize the power of the words that we speak. But nevertheless, the Bible teaches us that the words we speak are very powerful and having a big impact on our life. And though this is a very big topic that can fill volumes of books, in this episode, my goal is to create enough understanding in your mind and heart that you'll begin to make powerful changes today. Now, most people don't realize how negatively we're speaking. They don't realize Uh, What Proverbs uh, chapter 6, verse 2 says, uh, Solomon says, You are snared by the words of your mouth. You are taken by the words of your mouth. You see, Solomon was warning that our words can create traps, that our words can actually impact us in a negative way. Now, the average person speaks negatively so frequently throughout the day, we're not even aware of it. But the reality is that as soon as we say that we're going to fail, then we've just created failure with our words. If we say, I can't do that, or that's going to be hard, or that's going to be very difficult, we've literally given a creative work to failure, to difficulty, to discouragement. When we're speaking fearful things, we're literally strengthening the fearful thing that that we're speaking about. And so we've got to understand that uh, these words and these negative things that we're saying have a great impact upon us. If death and life are in the power of the tongue, do you want to speak about death or life? Well, absolutely. We want to speak about life, not death. Now, there's a lot of information out there in the world 
that speaks about the power of positive thinking and things like that. But this podcast isn't about that. This podcast is about tapping into the instruction from God and His Word. And there's a very, very big difference between simply just speaking positive things versus speaking life. Now, what's the difference? Well, it's simple. When we speak what God speaks and we speak in alignment to God's word and God's truth, that is the same as speaking life. But even positive thoughts that are not in agreement with God's word and God's truth will not bring life. In fact, many positive thinking things that we're involved with are only temporary, and many people experience that because the knowledge and the root of it is just fleeting. It's, it, it's not sustained. It's not grounded in the eternal word of God. So we want to begin to get rid of every negative word that's in our mouth and replace it with every life-filled word from God's holy scripture. Now, Christianity itself in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1, it, it says that it is actually considered the great confession. It says, therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus. You see, it is referring to our confession. Now, in Greek, the word confession is homologia, and it's translated confession or profession, uh, something that we profess to be ours. But it comes also from the same root word homologeo, which literally translated means to say the same thing as another, to agree with, to praise, or to celebrate. Thus, when we're talking about Christianity or we're talking about changing our words, we want to have a testimony in our mouth that's agreeing with God. So when we say what God says and we're confessing what God says, we're declaring we agree with him. We're not refusing his promise. We're accepting it and we're actually entering into a state of praise and worship of God. So if our words are opposite what God's word is, we're not in agreement with him. We're walking actually in discord from him or with him, and the power of God is not flowing. But when the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, for all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us, the Bible is making a confession a profession of faith that all the promises of God are in Jesus. You see, that's being in agreement with him. That's allowing the promises to flow. When the Bible says in Exodus 15, 26, it says that God is the Lord who heals us. And in Psalm 103, verse 3, it says that God forgives all our iniquities and he heals all our diseases. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 17, it says that Jesus himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. In Isaiah chapter 53, in verses 4 to 5, it says that Jesus suffered for us and that by his stripes we are 
healed in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. It says that Jesus bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. You see, if we're going to be in agreement or we're going to have a confession that's biblical, that's bringing life, we've got to be in agreement and declare, yes, God, we acknowledge what you're saying and we are in agreement. We are in a state of unity with what you're saying. But what most people speak is the testimony of the circumstances, not the word. So when people are feeling pain, they speak about the pain. When people are feeling discouraged, they speak about that discouragement. When they have symptoms, they're speaking about the symptoms. And we don't realize how we're building up a testimony of agreement with the very thing that we're trying to get free from. And I want to tell you that it's very difficult to break free from something we're agreeing with. We need to change our testimony. We need to change our language. We need to change the things that we're saying so that we're breaking agreement with the sickness, with the pain, with the report, with these things that are coming forth because we want to have life and we want to be able to celebrate what God says. And so the question here is, which testimony are we going to speak about? God's testimony? Jesus' testimony? The scripture's testimony? The promises of God? Or are we going to speak about the testimony of the problem and the bondage and the difficulty we're having? This is why I absolutely love to teach and preach, because preaching literally means to proclaim. Uh, in Greek, it's kerygma, uh, or the proclamation of the gospel. It, it means we're proclaiming what God is saying. We're decreeing it. We're releasing it. And we're beginning to get in alignment with what God says. So it's a very powerful, powerful truth that when we grab a hold of it, there's going to be immediate shifts. And I believe right now, you who are listening should be experiencing a shift and will be experiencing a shift to say, Lord, I don't want to agree with the pain. I don't want to agree with the diagnosis. I want to refuse and renounce and I want to rebel against the problem. So therefore, I'm going to take my heart, my mind, and my tongue and get them aligned with thy word. In Amos chapter 3, verse 3, it says, can two walk together unless they are agreed? Wow, that's so powerful and so true. How can we be walking with Jesus when we're not in agreement with him? And remember, the Bible says, Luke 6, verse 45, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, and the evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. So we're not actually just speaking about mere words that are insignificant. We're speaking about words that are actually reflections of that which is in our heart. Now, I'll tell you, my wife and I began to encourage one another and, and began to purpose that we were not going to speak anything negative. 
And if we heard the other one say something negative, we'd make a face and a silly noise to say, hey, you're not speaking in alignment with God. Let me just say, when we began doing this, we were making funny faces and silly noises at each other all day because we didn't realize how frequently our hearts, minds, and tongues were agreeing with the problem or with a negative situation. And so we really had an eye-opening moment of going, my goodness, we really have a lot to change in how we speak. And I want you to realize that today, that you can begin to realize and say, Lord, help me to understand that what I say will have impact on my life, but also help me to know when I'm doing it. Lord, bring it to my attention. Maybe you can even have a friend or your spouse or a Christian brother or sister help keep you accountable that you can make a funny face and a funny noise when you begin to say something negatively. You see, because it's all about learning to resist Satan with the words that we speak. And we do this by speaking what God speaks. Yes. If you were to answer the question, well, Pastor Steve, what should I begin saying? It's very simple. We simply should put what God says inside of our mouths. This means that we're going to take what God has said in his written word, and we're going to speak the same thing. It's very powerful that the Bible records the history of Jesus being tempted by the devil. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, Jesus answered the devil and said, It is written. In verse 7, Jesus said to the devil, It is written. And in verse number 10, it says, It is written. So Jesus Christ, when dealing and contending with the devil, he himself speaks literally what the word of God says. In verse 4, Jesus is quoting Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. In verse 7, Jesus is quoting Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 16. And in verse 10, Jesus is quoting Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 13. Now, I know most people have not memorized the book of Deuteronomy, but Jesus Christ used the word of God against the devil. Folks, we need to do the same thing. We need to say what God says, and we can do that and even change our prayer life by praying the word. Now, I'm going to give you a brief description of this. So if you've got your Bible there, let's turn to Matthew chapter 8, uh, and we're going to begin with verse 1. And it says, when he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshiped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately, his leprosy was cleansed. So what did I just do? I just read verses 1 to 3 of Matthew chapter 8. But listen as I pray through them. Lord, I thank you, God, that you have taught me about this leper who came and worshiped you. And Lord, you told him that you are willing, that you were willing to make him clean. Lord, I thank you that I now worship you. I thank you that I come to you. Lord, that I come before you and I declare 
that you are willing to make me clean. Lord, I celebrate that you are willing to heal my body. Lord, I thank you that you are willing to deliver me from every trouble. Lord, thank you that you put out your hand and touched him and said, I am willing, be cleansed. Lord, I declare that you are willing to clean me and God, that you will touch me right now. Lord, you said that his leprosy was immediately cleansed. And so, Lord, I receive the immediate healing and cleansing of my body. Lord, I thank you that your hand is touching me now. I thank you that you are with me. And Lord, I thank you that my problem is no match for your mercy. You see, that's an example of praying the word of God and confessing the truth of that word and applying it to your life. And now you can begin to say, Lord, thank you, God, that I am healed. Thank you, God, that you are the cleanser. The challenge is only to say and pray what God says about your situation. I want to encourage you today to realize that that the power of life and death are in the tongue. I want you to realize that Christianity is the great confession, and it means to agree with God, to celebrate and be in alignment with Him. I want you to remember that God's Word says that you are healed, and you can begin to speak what God speaks and rebel against what the enemy would want you to know. You can begin to proclaim and preach to yourself and declare that only good things will come forth from your heart. I want you to make a commitment that you'll even get somebody to help keep you accountable. That's going to help you to make sure that they'll catch you when you're saying something in disagreement with God's word. And I want you to begin to pray that word of God over your life and over your body. And as you do it, you're going to experience life. And you're no longer going to give room to the devil and demons and all kinds of evil to continue to plague your body. You are a child of God and you are the apple of God's eye. And Jesus Christ has already borne your sickness and disease. There is no need for you to stay sick. Yes, many will speak about how hard it is to get healed, but no longer will you speak that. You will say, I am healed because the Lord has done the work. He is the Lord that heals me. Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. You will say it is written in any and every situation that you'll go through so that you'll be in agreement with God and his power will touch your life. Well, I pray that you have been blessed. We're going to continue to speak about this very powerful topic of the words that we speak for healing. May the Lord Jesus Christ bless you. Make sure you share this with someone that you care about because they need to change their language also. God loves you. We love you. Make sure you send your testimonies to us. It's so encouraging when we hear what God is doing in your life or how this podcast has blessed you. Finally, remember to text the word healing to 94,000 to get a free chapter of my most recent book, Unleashing Heaven's Breath. You can also purchase that book, which will help you 
to walk in the supernatural power of God through His Word. It's going to go into great detail about how you can connect with the Word to release miracles in your life. It's happening for others. Why not for you too? You can do that by going to Amazon and just searching Unleashing Heaven's Breath and you'll see all the formats that you can purchase or download. God bless you. We love you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.